Damon, did you know that you're the best around? Nothing's gonna ever keep you down. Sweep the leg. Welcome to Your Inner Child is an Idiot, the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and crush any lingering hopes you might have had that there were any good. I'm DJ. This is Damon. What's up? You pointed at me like I was supposed to do something. Yeah. This is your time to do your catchphrase. What's up? What's up? Oh, there he is. There's Damon. <laughs> Classic Damon coming in with the wuzza wuzzas. How you doing? Uh, I'm very good. Excellent. I might have oversold that. I'm good. Spring hath sprung here in Nashville. Yeah, crocuses are blooming. I assume my bulbs didn't come up. Just Am I right, guys? Am I right with the crocuses? coming out of my yin-yang. They're yeah, just no, that actually you should look into. Well, I did plant the seeds. That sounds like a yeast infection. <laughs> yeah, this is getting weird. Uh, today, we are talking about Karate Kid, comma, the... Yeah, if you're looking it up in the library, that's how you'll find <laughs> how it. You do it. This is the, the Ridge... Original recipe. <laughs> the Ridge. <laughs> Original recipe, the yeah. Karate Kid. Not the next Karate Kid. Not part three Willow, or, or the uh, new Jaden Smith. or the Jaden. None of that. This is the Karate Kid. Starting You're going to have to Ralph take Ralph Macchio, pa- Pat Morita, Elizabeth Shue, uh, his mom, and the rest here on Karate Kid Isle. Johnny. Johnny Karate is in Johnny it. Resnick. Uh, yeah, Johnny Resnick. <laughs> All the Johnnies. Uh, Trent Reznor, because Johnny Resnick, they accidentally yeah. called him. Right. Meaning Johnny Resnick. Uh, it was um, very embarrassing. Did this movie... But he stayed. Does this movie mean anything to you when I say The Karate Kid? Uh, no. I think I only realized Dave. that Michelangelo the Ninja Turtle was referencing Karate Kid when he did Wax On, Wax Off and Secret of the sure. Ooze, mm-hmm. comma, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, comma, the, a lot of commas. Yeah. And uh, I think Secret I only realized like that was, that he, he was talking like he was referencing something. So I knew, I'm like, I think I don't know what this is. So you haven't seen this? No, like, I have oh. never seen The Karate Kid. Oh, okay. I know that Pat Morita's in it. Yes. I know that there's waxing, maybe waning. <laughs> uh Gibbous, perhaps, <laughs> and, and uh, the other there's a blonde one. kid. Oh yes, he's there's a, very, a villainous blonde kid, a very bratty blonde kid. Um, well, this, I'm hoping this is at least better than Sidekicks. Yes, I mean that's the one with Chuck Norris and the gay kid from Sequest. I don't. There's it. What? I don't. Wasn't there the one second, with Jonathan Brandis where he was like a, a super Chuck Norris fan? Mm-hmm. And he like kept having like elaborate daydreams that I'm sure every straight kid has of hanging out with Chuck Norris. And then in the end, he gets to hang out with Chuck Norris. I think Sidekicks is the one with Ernie Reyes Jr. as the little kid who's like the little uh, Asian kid who hangs out. Ernie Reyes Jr. is always going to be an Asian kid. Who is in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, colon, Secret of the Ooze. And that's our show. Thank you, everyone. He's also in the first one as I think like one of the, the karate... Like one stunt. of the karates. He's one of the chops. Well, yeah, he's, he's one of the, one of the swept chops. legs. My my kids uh, band that does children's <laughs> music, the Karate Chops. Wait, that got weird. Um, this movie meant a lot to me. Actually, it's surprising. This man, I don't, I'm not like you're not gonna cry, are you? Uh, this was my first girl boy thing. No, um, <laughs> with Pat Maria. This is the first movie I made out with. Yeah, 
Um, no, this is uh, this was big for me because I was uh, like, I mean, I was actually two, I guess, when the movie came out because it came out in nineteen eighty four, which right seems way earlier than I realized. But I must have had it on VHS or something, or maybe I was conscious or went to the movies when the I'm sure it would be the a second one came cable out. mainstay yeah. as well. Because I I definitely wore this movie out. I had his you know his like uh, headband with the black yeah. and white. I had one of those. I dressed up. I had like karate pajamas. I took karate lessons when karate I was sick. pajamas. Aren't those just geese racist? That was pretty much no. Racist. They were pajamas like <laughs> matching pajamas, and they just said karate on them. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't like actual. Just karate in geese. case you got confused, what this was, you thought are these just white pajamas? No, they are a thing. I think it might have been in uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles when we were discussing how disgusting I think feet are. Uh, yes, My no brief karate career. This is what spurred that brief karate career on when I was around six. Joined karate, could not handle how dirty and disgusting you the walked in the door. You were. noticed everyone's feet, and you're like, "Yes, oh, I, I'm out." One lesson. You know what? Not for me. Keep your feet. Keep your chopping. I'm out. Um, but this movie is why. Are you guys uh, just shredding a lot of Gruyere cheese for the Kugarati competition? Oh, oh God. God. Oh, God. It's funk. This was a big So me, you like, were big into the concept of karate. Yes. Martial arts. I think this, I think it was movie. The Chinese fighting style. Chinese? Was responsible for at least, uh, you know, like. The reason that, you know, we had the bobsledding uh, revamping after Cool Runnings is the same thing. I remember how everyone was just like bobsledding. You couldn't walk to school without people bobsledding in front of you. When there was a run on bobsledding stores, (laughs) same idea, but with karate. But a lot of times they were just carrying the bobsled, and you're like, I feel like you only paid attention to the wrong part of the movie. Right. (laughs) You're actually supposed to get in and ride. I'm trying to think if I have any other specific... Like memories. Of so you I, saw this movie, and you're like, karate's it for me. And then you're like, karate, and you're like, oh, feet, I'm done. And I'm then out. you were done? I was still like into the concept in it, but not. It's like, you know, how uh, you'd be like, it'd be cool to be in a band. And then somebody's like, here's an instrument, let's learn how to do it. And then you start to do like scales on it, and you're like, oh, no. Oh, no, God. sir. Like uh, some of, right. like a few of us like stick with it, but a lot of, most people like have their piano lessons, and then they're like, no, this is terrible. And right. yes, I'm absolutely miserable. This yeah. is. A duddle. And everything, almost everything, I'm going to say everything is at the very beginning, right? You have to like like it enough to get past Kazoo. That. Kazoo is immediate. I'm an immediate savant. <laughs> I'm an immediate master at this. <laughs> um, but you know, you. And it, here's your kazoo, sir. And you are playing with the orchestra tonight. So <laughs> get in the car, kid. Here's your tux. Which oh, you, it's a little kid tux. Yeah. You got to wear a tux if you're playing with the symphony. The Baltimore Philharmonic needs you. Your first kazoo. <laughs> first chair kazoo. <laughs> Real quick, you're holding it backwards. Which way is backwards? I never got that. I think you're supposed the big to put- opening is back. If you have that in your mouth, that's wrong. Are you sure about that? No. I think you're supposed to. We're going to have to consult a kazoo expert. We're going to have to start the whole 1812 overture over again because Greg Collinsworth <laughs> had his fucking kazoo in backwards. <laughs> what if the. Anyway, that would be um, great if <laughs> we couldn't afford cannons this year. So instead of cannons, we're doing kazoos. Yeah. So 1812, the attack on Russia from France will be a lot less climactic. Just a fun instrument. Just kazoos. fun. People love it. Let's see. Anything else to add? I mean, I think this is going to be okay. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a masterpiece. 
I think that I don't think it's going to be a big stinker. What do you think? Uh, I think um, I think it'll probably be fine. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, I like a good sports movie. Yeah, and uh, definitely has the underdog thing. And I like right. it when there are villains in an otherwise everyday life sort of movie when they're just like nefarious, crazy, cartoonish villains. Yeah, in other words, in an otherwise a slice of life type of movie. There is this, uh, there's like a movement as part of the, you know, nostalgia wave that we're sort of wading through with this podcast, uh, that, um, that was a little bit of a mixed metaphor there. Um, stuff we're doing. (laughs) But, uh, of like, actually Johnny was the good, the good kid and Daniel was picking on him. That's like. Because uh, why? I don't know. I haven't actually read it. Well, I guess I we'll, like, we'll examine that. Yeah. When we are back. Wait, I don't mean we are back. The best around. And your movie's two hours long for some reason. Two hours and seven fucking minutes long. 127 minutes. Right. Two no, hours and seven not minutes. Not to be confused <laughs> with 127 hours. Right. Matt, Pen- though- Hi, I'm Matt Penfield here with a karate kid. Even th- Why did you just do Matt Penfield? Wasn't he on 100? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you I just think, think I was talking about <laughs> 120 minutes, which is on MTV, but you were talking about 127 hours? <laughs> you said I messed confused, and I was so confused. First of all, wow! I was confused as to why I knew who Matt Pinfield was. Why do I know all who valid? That is? All valid. These are all valid feelings. Oh my god! You know why MTV? Oh, <laughs> he looked like Kingpin. He does. <laughs> like Kingpin's little brother, who does like who's like maybe a squat. Maybe had a job with him for a while, but then it was like, listen, Matt. You know you're He's my, just really into music, man. You know you're my brother, and you'll always have a job here, but you got to do something else. And you're playing Slipknot in the <laughs> offices. That's not. I mean, I know we're like an organized criminal syndicate, but you know we still got fucking work to do. You keep getting your shit beat up by that blind guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Matt Penfield is still getting fights in fights with, with Daredevil. <laughs> Oh boy! So we watched Karate Kid, comma the yeah. Uh, now this is just part one. I mean, it's n- yes, not it's the, the first movie. So if you yeah. watched the trilogy when you came back, you wasted a lot of time. <laughs> Why would they watch all three movies? Maybe they just thought, oh, they mean the the full Karate Kid saga pantheon, <laughs> right? They, we, we, you want to get the whole mythos here of the Karate Kid because there is universe. Multiverse. Kid, the Karate Kid. There's Karate Kid Part Two. There's Karate Kid Three. There there's is the next the next Karate, Karate Kid, Kid starring Million Dollar Baby, starring Hill Swank, and then there's uh, the the following Karate Kid. No, that's starring Will Smith Jr. It's the Karate Kid. Also, it's just called the the Karate Kid, but it's the 2010 version. Right. I have not seen that. No, neither have I. I I've did watch the trailer. While I was on a toilet. 
during cool. our little break. Cool. <laughs> during our break in the in the viewing of this movie, we and did it have looks to take, very self serious. We did have to take an intermission on this one. Whew. This I've is had coffee. This is a lengthy story. For a movie that follows pretty much standard like sports movie beats. Not that those yes. were necessarily firmly entrenched in the early eighties, but this is it one really of, takes a long time. This is a uh, very Rocky esque in the sense that it's a, a very much an underdog story, uh, and it's kind of yeah, it's very to today's viewing, it seems very trope heavy. Although though maybe they were less of tropes in 1984, but still tripes. They're called tripes when they're smaller tripes. <laughs> Um, all right, let's go through it. Okay, uh, I didn't take any. You didn't notes. take any notes, so we're just going off the top of my head. So, so Daniel Larusso, yes, he, there's a brief scene in New Jersey. Yeah, with no. So the whole road first trip. unnecessary scene of the movie. There's a scene in New Jersey, and then the credits roll while they're driving cross country to California. While we hear, before we even ever see their faces, we hear Daniel Larusso's mom. Lucille. Mm-hmm. Lucille. Lucille LaRusso. Uh, and Bro. Daniel LaRusso, Ralph mm-hmm. Macchio, Macho Man Randy Savage, um, driving cross country to California. She's gotten a uh, job with a computer company from what mm-hmm. we gathered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is not thrilled with moving, like right. all kids in movies are. She keeps kind of saying that it's going to be great. There's going to be pools. The and sun, palm trees. The, the palm trees. There's a pool. But all you see in the in the uh, New Jersey part of it is just like kids surrounding a car, like saying goodbye. So it's supposed to be, I guess, yeah. his friends. So and then there's a scene like it's it's some like the canyon stop or something. So it's supposed to be near the Grand Canyon, I think. And they have to uh, Daniel has to push the car to get it to start because they have an old. The first hint that the Larussos don't are not wealthy. Money. But it's not Dan. It's a. It's a clearly an extra. Like, oh, right, from yeah. a long, like a, a wide shot. We're not paying to fly Ralph Macchio out here. <laughs> um, so finally, we get to California. They arrive at their new apartment building, and we meet uh, several characters that we'll never see again. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, he. Uh, you know, they're moving their little. stuff. They start moving their stuff into the apartment, and Ralph. This is. I'm gonna Daniel uh, kicks the gate in, like you know, just sort of playfully, sort of yeah. Uh, kicks the gate and kicks some. The, there's a kid on the other side. Kicks his, hits him in the face, knocks yeah. him over. Kid's totally cool with it. Nah, it's fine. My eyes don't dilate anymore, but it's fine. Um, and uh, then like, they become friends, actual friends. I think he like kicks a screw loose because he is like unreasonably friendly to Right. Him. He's like, like, oh no, nah, it's great. You must be the new people in apartment twenty. I'm like, what teenager is following the ins and outs of the new tenants of the apartment building? Yeah. But whatever. But uh, then that kid invites him to a party, and then immediately Nerd Damon is out. I'm like, fuck this kid. He just moved to a new city. He's got friends yeah. already. Fuck you. Also, don't forget old lady. Uh, Johnson? Right. I, I can't remember, but she's played by the woman who uh, loses her marble ride to Jerry Seinfeld in that one episode of Seinfeld. But she she's oh, really? from New Jersey. She's, you know, she's wacky. She's supposed to be funny. Only scene we see her in. And then we, he comes back to her when he goes back to his apartment. We sort of realize that the apartment is a shithole, despite yeah. what mom was saying over the opening credits. The pool is empty. All the stuff in the apartment doesn't work very well. So she sends him to check on the maintenance man. So the movie's already dawdling. He goes to the maintenance man, who is Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Played by Pat Morita. So he, he goes to Mr. Miyagi, who is... 
Trimming. Trying to catch a fly on chopsticks. Yes, that's To right. be explained later. He says he'll come fix the zinc sometime, basically. Right. And, um, and he's very mysterious, to- and I believe that's our first introduction to, you know how sometimes in movies they say, oh, well, I like New York City as sort of a character in this movie. In this movie, the Asian-inspired recorder is the character in this movie. Just every oh. other scene that Pat <laughs> Morita's in, just this Asian woodwind going on. I'm like... I got it, movie. I know he's from Asia. During the uh, the course of the movie, we were imagining that there was someone playing that. Just a guy alone right, in a room watching it. Right off the side of the, like, on set. Like Gary, what? Gary, five, four, three. Yeah. Um, okay, so we go, they, the very friendly neighbor kid, whose name I don't remember, invites them to a party on the beach. Uh, invites Daniel to a party on the beach, and... While he's there, he's playing soccer. Automatically has like five friends. Yeah, automatically the coolest guy in town. And uh, he gives some uh, really teen stares to Elizabeth's shoe. Longing looks at Elizabeth's shoe. Allie with an eye. Um, And they clearly uh, got the hots, got the teen hots for each other. Got the teen boners. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, after really way too long uh, of a scene of them not talking to each other, eventually... As night falls, the sun sets. Like during the scene, I'm like, "Yeah, go talk to her." They talk to each other, and then, uh oh, oh right, yes. Well, then we get our first introduction to Johnny Karate, the evil villain of the movie. Johnny, who's Russell, twirling his mustache, his invisible mustache. Um, he's coming up on a mo. I mean, is it really a motorcycle, or is it just like one of those like, like motorized bikes, bikes moto- yeah. moped bike? Sure. I don't think it's Mobi. a Mobi. They call it a Mobi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he's coming with his friends who, uh, you know, are all villainous bastards. Well, Scoundrels and scallywags, each and every one of them. It starts kind of like they don't just come up and start beating Daniel up. They just, they, uh, Allie um, used to go out with Johnny and they've broken up. And right. she doesn't want to talk to him, but he's trying to like. He sees them. Uh, he's, she sees, he sees her. Playing soccer, like flirting, yeah, with uh, Ralph Macchio, and so he Macchio comes down uh, after like Daniel goes to chase the ball down, and he comes back, and Johnny's there, and he's kind of harassing Allie a little bit because she won't talk to him, and then he grabs her radio away, right. her boombox, her ghetto blaster, yeah, um, which is providing providing the soundtrack to the movie. Like the songs are playing really loud, and then he like touches the radio, and the soundtrack turned off, and I was like, was all that coming from the radio? <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's harassing her and he, uh, throws her radio down. And then, you know, Daniel, uh, I thought when I was first watching it, I was like, oh, he's going to fight him now. But all he does is actually just pick up the radio and hands it to Allie. Thank you. (laughs) Elizabeth Shue Allie. Um, and then, you know, Johnny, you know, pushes him. Then they karate for a while. And and then Daniel gets his ass beat. Gets his ass (laughs) handed to him. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the Johnny and his other blonde friends drive away. Yeah. On their little mobiles, and I think, the, and she's like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "I'm fine." Yeah, the, don't talk to me. The hetero, hetero man, like, "I'm good. It's fine." <laughs> well, he, he, he. The next scene is uh, him at a breakfast with his mom, yes. and he's wearing you know big sunglasses. Big she's like, "Take off your sunglasses." He eventually does after a lot of fussing and he's got a feuding. black eye, and he's got, got a black a eye. And she, you know, yeah, I got a shiner, ma. Um, I was playing stickball down with the boys, and. uh you know, she freaks out, but he goes to class anyway, rides his bike to school, mm-hmm. sees Johnny Karate there, and, uh, you know, he's nervous, I guess. Yeah. 
he kind of rekindles with uh, Allie. Yeah. And oh, right, that's soccer, isn't it? Soccer tryouts. Yes. So then there's a very loosely held uh, physical like, education class where people are just in clusters doing various physical activities. Some it, are cheering. Yeah. Some are soccering. Some are just like, you it know, It was like I don't this know, weird, like, freestyle phys ed yeah. class that California, I've never seen. Well, you know? fair enough. Do um, what will work out your soul the best, mm, kids. Yeah. And for lunch, we'll be having sun rays. <laughs> Gluten-free um, sun rays. So, and on the field, uh, I guess it, it turns out later it's tryouts, although it was a very loosely organized tryout. We only find so out later, but yeah, there's a soccer game. One of the one of the boys in, in uh, Johnny's uh, group uh, trips Daniel, and then they get in a little scuffle, and then Daniel gets kicked out. Yeah. So later on, he's practicing karate from a book um, in, his, in the apartment, um, and then... Um, Mr. Miyagi comes in to fix the sink, and he's like, oh, you practice karate. Um, that's the last time I'll be doing his voice. I'm <laughs> so Let's follow sorry. the 30 Rock rules. Do not <laughs> impersonate other races, Liz. Um, and so he kind of asks him a few questions, asks him if he knows karate, and he's like, no, right. no I took some classes. But uh, And then he goes away. But um, He goes away. He goes away. Then I think he realizes, then uh, Danny realizes, oh, I can't really learn karate from a book. I'll find a dojo. Yes. And so he finds the Cobra Kai Dojo, yeah. run by Vietnam vet and grimacing cleft chin. Uh, what John was his Cleese? name? John Cleese. <laughs> and uh, this man is just Grumpus that Malumpus. can't really be his name, is it? Is it no, Cre- it's, it's like Crease. It's like Crease or Keese or... Yeah. Ke- <laughs> Cheese. Um, John Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, Grumpus Malumpus, who I think has a disability where his arms cannot uncross. Yeah, just folding. Just constantly. His his hands were actually, when he was born, his hands were in his armpits. Yeah. There's no way for him to uncross (laughs) his arms. Uh, So we find out, okay, well, this Grumpus is running this dojo, but then he decides to have one of his students teach the class, and when that student goes to the front and turns around, Johnny Johnny Blonde bangs. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Donald Trump bangs. Yeah. And so he kind of uh, black back. He's like, ah, I can't do this. So then he goes uh, to have dinner with his mom. Yes. uh, Across the street. Uh, according to a deleted scene, has lost her job in the computer thing, computer company, and is working at the Orient Express restaurant. It's never explicitly said that she's working there, although it seems odd because she is setting tables there. I wonder... But it's also confusing because we know she has a job with a computer company, so the movie just sort of like, that thread is done, we're not doing that anymore. I feel like it was kind of implied because I I have this knowledge in my head that she actually worked at the restaurant, but I don't know where it's from because we we were like rewound it. Yeah. And I was like, because no, she works at the restaurant. And then Damon, you you were like... No, she doesn't. She's she's works in computers. They just said that. And I was like, well, why was she setting the table at the restaurant? But it's not clear what she's doing. She's just sort of standing up when uh, Daniel knocks on the window to go to the, the dojo for a second. And, yeah. she, and she kind of hits her watch like, oh, I've got to go back to work. But, I'm on break. But it's, yeah, it's really confusing. But I, I feel like I knew from having watched this way too many times as a kid that she worked at the restaurant, but I don't know why I knew I that. get the feeling Maybe from, I saw that. <laughs> from one, the fact that this movie has three editors, and two, uh, just a lot of those threads, uh, I think I'll talk about it when I, you know, when we sort of talk about the movie in general, but 
I feel like there's a lot of threads in this movie that just do not get followed through and they get dropped. Characters get dropped. I feel like there was a big, wider, more nebulous movie and they just sort of like had to Annie Hall it. They had to like, just like, we're going to come up with the plot of this movie in the editor's room once we figure everything out. Yeah. So I feel like there's a lot of threads that that just uh, get dropped halfway through the movie. And then some get picked up halfway through the movie. So he has dinner with his mom, and then when he leaves dinner for some... Oh, I guess, I mean, that explains my question upon first viewing, which is he leaves her at the restaurant because she works there, right. rides his way home, but on his way home, ba-na, ba-na, Johnny, Johnny Karate, who has his own theme song, which is like, rockin' guitars, because yeah. rock and roll is evil. It's probably there was a lot of songs with kind of uh, overly pointed lyrics, so it was probably like "Gonna beat up that kid, <laughs> gonna run him off the road with my moped." Yeah, uh, so they're, they're running their dirt bikes and they run his bicycle off the road. He kind of he tumbles takes like down an the as hill. you wish tumble, yeah. like Princess Bride style, down the thing. Yeah, um, so he has to walk his broken bike home, and then he gets really mad when he gets home and throws his bike in the garbage in the dumpster. Uh, yeah, in the dumpster. Yeah, and then his mom is right there, and she's like, "What are you doing? What are you throwing?" What are you doing, Daniel? I can't help you if you don't tell me what's going on. Some pretty legitimate argument. They actually no, sure. They have a pretty good uh, uh, argument because he, she's kind of like, I can't help you if you don't talk to me. What's going on? You got to tell me. And he's like, Why did we move here? Why did you decide we had to move here without asking me about it? And this is another part where I sort of maybe made up backstory in my head, but I always thought that it was for the job, but actually she was trying to escape. An abusive relationship of some sort, like like his, like maybe not his father, but like a an, a boyfriend or something. I mean, that's certainly possible, but that is something in your head. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not hinted to at all. But that sort of explained to me why he was interested in karate in the first place. Maybe why he has like some anger issues and wants. Have to Have you been writing Karate Kid, kid prequel fan fiction? You know, I wasn't in real life, but like maybe I was in my head because I don't know where this is coming from, or maybe, or maybe it's in the sequels. Maybe it's something that's touch on the sequels. It's, it's possible because I don't I don't remember exactly what happens. Um, so then uh, this is fight we find out is also happening outside Mr. Miyagi's office Shed. at the apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. His thing is bonsai tree factory he's got yeah. going. Uh, he comes out and listens to it. Um, blah, blah, blah. Ralph Macchio is, is, continues to get sort of bullied at school, at least at this point. And this is one of the things that I have to commend the movie for. I feel like it's, you know, I feel like bullying is becoming a buzzword now that's sort of losing its meaning, but I feel like they do a very accurate depiction of what it's like to be bullied in high school. Yeah. Like Daniel, even though he only has a handful of actual incidents, he starts like, um, Changing, changing his, his life right. choices, like yeah. based on the threat of bullying. So he starts to avoid Elizabeth's shoe. He starts to avoid certain hallways, you know, uh, yeah, when he's going to school. Anyway, when he comes back from school, he sees that his bike is uh, pristine and all repaired and sitting fixed. outside the door. And I guess he assumes that he, Mr. Miyagi fixed it rather than his mom. Why? I don't know. Yeah. Because she's not there, I guess, possibly. She's busy at the Orient Express restaurant. Yeah, so she, setting tables. So he goes to see Mr. Miyagi in his office bonsai room, and uh, he is bonsai trimming bonsai trees. Uh, and they have a little moment where uh, uh, Daniel, he teaches sort of 
Daniel in a very Mr. Miyagi way in which he's like, yeah, just do it. It's fine. In um, a very like uh, Western view of Asia way, like yeah. just close your eyes and imagine a tree and that's how the bonsai will be made. Yeah. And uh, so he's there until well after dark and then his mom comes and knows he's there somehow. And then maybe he's he le- probably hanging out with that maintenance worker at our apartment complex. It's possible he left a note, although how he knew that he was going to go hang out there because he just came to say thank you for right. fixing the bike, whatever. So, um, his mom comes and gets him and, um, uh, Miyagi very graciously gives them both a bonsai tree, which is very right. nice. Um, and then, uh, we're back to more bullying and shit. What happened? Sure. I think there's more bullying scenes. And then, uh, he's back hanging out with Mr. Miyagi again. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Uh, and he says, I'm not going to the Hollywood, Halloween dance. Halloween. (laughs) You know, Halloween. She lives down the street. She's Uh, great. He's not going to go to the Halloween dance. And Mr. Miyagi goes, oh, you should go because you got to get your dick wet. He doesn't say that, but he says something about, he says something about honey, flowers, and bees. So I took that as, you want to get that poon poon? (laughs) You want to get that sweet shoe poon? (laughs) Sweet shoe. I don't like shoe No, I don't like that. Because I don't like feet. Yeah. Let's let's cut that out. Uh, Don't keep shoes in there. Anyway, he says he'll go if, if he could find a costume that he could be invisible in. Mr. Miyagi so, makes him a little shower curtain and a little shower head and the, it's pretty the ribbon, the shiny ribbon coming down. It's very cute. But I feel like even though you can't see him immediately, it would only make him more conspicuous. Right. It's very large. Because of the psychic connection between him and Elizabeth Shue, Allie, she, knows. Uh, she knows it's him. So she goes in. They dance. It's kind of sweet while they're in the shower curtain. But then some jackass in a chicken costume is throwing eggs at yeah. random dancing people. And he hits Danny in the head. Uh, Danny has to go to the bathroom to clean up. Uh, finds out that Johnny Karate's in the in the bathroom smoking a jazz cigarette. Yeah, with his Walkman on. He's wearing a skeleton costume. So Johnny, <laughs> this is so clever. Takes a hose, puts Dan- it in Danny. the. Danny sorry, yeah, Danny uh, puts the hose in the bathroom stall where Johnny Karate's smoking his jazz cigarettes and uh, floods it. Oh, Gets Danny all or Johnny all wet. Runs out of there. Allie, like, trips Johnny as he's chasing after Danny, and uh, all the skeletons, you know, regroup the, and then start chasing him. All the Cobra Kai, uh, Johnny Karate's yeah. gang, they chase him down. And there's he's a very, to, like, on-the-nose song playing while yeah. they're running. Gonna like, come and get you, dangerous everywhere. <laughs> I think danger is... Gonna run through a field while skeletons are chasing me. I think danger is everywhere. It's actually <laughs> lyrics in the song, literally. Uh, and they're, um, as... as Danny's like trying, Daniel is trying to climb climb the fence fence. of his apartment complex. They catch him and they just kick the shit out of him. And then, then, as he's on the ground, Mr. Miyagi superhero jumps in and kicks teenagers' ass. The shit out of some underage kids. Who? Like, knees one, like, hits one in the ball, like, holds his leg up and just kicks him in the ball sack. Although I will say, uh, they explicitly were not going to stop. Beating Danny right, up. Danny is pretty much. I mean, he's not unconscious, but he can't down. lift yeah. himself up, and they're still gonna kick the shit out of him. So he was. I'll tell you when he's done. Yeah, or when that. he's had enough, or whatever. <laughs> you want to try that again? Proving. <laughs> I'll tell you when he's had enough. Proving once again that Johnny is like a super villain. It is like this movie, like gets very cartoonish. Like, uh, yeah. 
eventually near the end, the, the baton is passed from Johnny to the like to the to the his sensei, the guy yeah. who runs the dojo. But they're so I love it. I love crazy villains in otherwise semi-realistic movies. Yeah. It's like, why is this person just ridiculously evil? <laughs> so uh, uh, Mr. Maggie saves the day. He takes Daniel back to his uh, uh, um, office, I want to say. Um, right. And Gives him some tea. Gives him some tea. And then kind of uh, they they talk a little bit about karate because he's he – Finds out Mr. Miyagi knows karate. Right, because Mr. Miyagi saved him. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he's like, how did you know how to fight? And then um, he also, that to the point that you were talking about, he brings up, Mr. Miyagi brings up that there are no bad students, only bad teachers. And so... So Mr. Miyagi, after some cajoling, uh, goes to visit with Danny, the the Cobra Kai dojo. Right. And they meet the man with perpetual crossed arms. um, Right. Who... John Cleese. And he's like, this is a deceased parrot. (laughs) This parrot is no more. He's Uh, pushing up the daisies. Uh, So so, anyway. um, And the guy is just like, oh, you think my students are dicks? Yeah. Watch this number. (laughs) And he's like, your kid can't handle his own issues? I, my kids will fucking shoot him in the street or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And Mr. Miyagi's like, well, why don't we handle this at the tournament? And the guy's like, sounds great. And Mr. <laughs> Miyagi's like, good. Well, leave him alone for two months so we can train. And the guy's like, sounds great to me. The Mr. Miyagi's like, what are the rules of the tournament? I have <laughs> don't no worry idea. about it. I'll figure it out. <laughs> so uh, then uh, Mr. Miyagi so has agreed to train right. Daniel. And so we get... Not not a montage. It's definitely not a montage. You know why? Could use a montage. I was going to say, you know why? I know this it wasn't a montage. Two hours and seven minutes because long. Because the training process takes about 25 real literal minutes of yeah. the movie. And um, it, and it do is, you want to handle the training? The, yeah, the, yeah. The, it starts with, and this is, a very, this is a very classic part of this movie. It's like he agrees to train him, and they have their first day of training. He's like, yes, you know, you either... Left side or, or walk right side. No walk in the middle. You're ready to do karate. And he's like, yeah, I'm ready. And right. then he tells him to wax his cars. Wash and wax his cars. Wax on with your left hand. Wax off. And then he's Say kind of, he's kind of wax again. on, wax off. Watch so, it. You're getting dangerously close to an accent. I'm sorry. Um, and he, so he agrees to do, I mean, at first he questions, but he says, no, you agreed. At first, he had agreed. You have to do whatever I say, right? Because if you're going to train, we you have to. Listen That's to one me. of the rules of movie trainings, right? Is don't question me. Yeah. So he, after some initial questioning, he he does it. He uh, washes and waxes all the cars, and then he's like, "All right, come back tomorrow." Even and this is the part where he must be on spring break or something because the, well, it can't be because the tournament is December nineteenth. Okay, maybe it's Thanksgiving. Maybe uh, because That's only a half week. Yeah, because he clearly. Has many days and maybe a row. fall break. Yeah, it's just Halloween. Maybe could be. Uh, yeah. So we. I'll just. Can I just jump through these? Yes, please. So there's the wax. On, they're all pretty much the same. Wax yeah. on, wax off with the cars. And then it's like sanding these. This little. Uh, 
uh, promenade that that uh, this giant deck you mean? Yeah, <laughs> that Mr. Miyagi has set up in his beautiful, I will say, yeah. uh, garden in the, his backyard. Uh, so Danny has to sand that, sand in big circles, left hand, right hand, mm-hmm. left hand, right hand. Next time he has to stain Mr. Miyagi's fence mm-hmm. up and down, up and down. Left hand, small boards. Right hand, big boards. Mm-hmm. I was dropping direct artic- articles in that sentence, so I'm also Careful. getting dangerously Careful. close. It's really hard not to, especially when you're quoting. Especially when they're iconic quotes from the movie. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so each one of these is like that. And the paint last the time is paint the house. And Mr. Miyagi, Miyagi isn't even there. And I just think that's the straw that breaks the camel's back. When Mr. Miyagi returns from fin- fishing and Danny's pretty much done with the house, uh, you know, Danny confronts him and is like, what the hell is this shit? Yeah. Didn't say that. But you get the idea. And he shows, oh my God, every technique you learned was actually karate. And, so, and then he just goes to the tournament and wins. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> you're, not, you're not that wrong. Uh, because... He, uh, there is a, uh, we missed the whole balance training. That's really well, all that's, you skip. Well, that's the next, after That's the, all you skip, though, really. I that's, mean, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he, they do like some, he's like, now do wax on, wax off, and he's blocking his right. hits, and he does it with all the things that he's done. So you're like, oh, it actually is, it's movie, Ba-na, it's movie ba-na. training. Yeah, but. exactly. And then Bruce Lee comes out of nowhere and kicks his ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cracks his neck. Um, um, they do, uh, uh, they do balance training at the, the beach. Yeah. He's in the ocean, has to try to stand on one leg against the ocean, uh, he sees Mr. Miyagi doing the crane technique on one leg, which is the famous uh, pose from the end of the movie, uh, on these wooden posts. Yeah. Um, and then he also is balancing in a fishing boat later in a lake somewhere. And his wardrobe is getting progressively gayer. More twee. Yeah. <laughs> like the last scene where he's on the boat, he's wearing like an an orange and cream uh, like ringer tee, baseball tee, like three-quarter length sleeves, and just jean shorts. <laughs> Pulled up to his navel. <laughs> right, exactly. It's just like, all right, this I was is a making the observation that that uh, 1984 skinny adolescent male is right. pretty equivalent to <laughs> just gay guy today. 2016 skinny gay guy. Uh, <laughs> so okay, so more tank tops with Aztec prints though today. I would say, yeah. Um, we have more development with Allie. Um, because oh right, I forgot all about her. So they, said the screenwriter. <laughs> they agree to uh, go on a date, um, but she has she has dinner. Another date. They've gone on. A date. They've gone on several dates. Yeah. And it's very cute and they're very charming. And Ralph yeah. Macchio seems to know what he's doing. So again, I'm not like feeling that bad for this kid. Yeah. He gets friends immediately. He gets a girl he's immediately. Confident. He seems pretty confident. Yeah. Like, the only problem is the blonde kid with the Donald Trump hair. Right. Well, yeah, they have... Um, we get a little bit of preview of this on the um, Golf and Fun Times <laughs> play date in that he he and his mom pick Allie up, and then right. Allie's parents are there, and they're very... Soups ...waspy rich. and rich, yeah. and, and they're like... <laughs> they have a weird exchange where uh, Daniel nervously is kicking little... Uh, brick, brick wall. work on the on in their front yard and knocks a brick loose and the dad is like I thought you were going to fix that honey and she was I was I will I have or She's whatever like, I was I did I will and it was like wait <laughs> is he beating you is this code blink What's twice happening? if you can leave of your own free will I think it was just showing that he's he's stern and they're rich I guess I don't know anyway Definitely. um 
So fast forward to another date they have set up, but uh, it's after Allie has dinner with her parents at the, I don't know, yacht club or some shit. So um, Danny goes to pick her up, but inside we see that Allie's dancing with her dad. Oh, it's, it's 940. I, he's, or, uh, yeah, I, he's supposed to pick me up out front. I got to go. Yeah. And then um, her mom is dancing with Johnny, Johnny and cuts Karate. in and kind of makes her dance with Johnny. And Johnny is trying to, you know, woo her back kind of. He's sort of apologizing, sort of, he, in a dickish way. And then uh, Danny just comes in through the kitchen at this point because he wants to see what's going on. Right. And, and none of the waiters does, have a problem with a 15-year-old boy being in yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, they say nothing. Whatever. And Johnny sees Danny peeking in through the kitchen window and jerkishly, without consent, uh... Makes Correct. out with uh, gives gives her a big smooch, and then uh, we hear this crash bang and spaghettios all over the front of I don't know why they were serving spaghettios, but uh, <laughs> all over the front of Danny's uh, um, nice uh, salmon colored outfit. Um, all salmon. It was all. It was salmon. like a very p- f- pale pink pants and shirt combo yeah. with a bright red like windbreaker on top. Yeah. You nice. know, and then a big, Fashion. then a big spaghetti stain. The eighties, man. Um, so they then the entire time. in pure eighties movie fashion, the entire yacht club just yeah. starts <laughs> laughing at the fifteen year old kid who got spaghetti on him. Uh, they all laugh at him, and he runs out before he sees Elizabeth Shue. Just punch Johnny punch in the face. Yeah, uh, we find out later that she's now upset with Danny, but. That might that might also be a deleted scene from what I know. It's, it was, she was, she was, it was odd that she was mad. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he goes to Mr. Miyagi's house, and this is where we have a very dramatic scene yes. that is a fine scene on its own, but seems to bring the whole movie to. I don't. I don't want to say that I hated this scene because I think it's a fine scene, but it yeah. just seemed to be like we're just bringing this up now. We're going to do this yeah. right now. <laughs> We got this tournament looming. So what happens is uh, Danny comes kind of barging into uh, Mr. Miyagi's place because he's very upset. But Mr. Miyagi is in full uh, dress uniform, uh, right? Uh, uh, military dress uniform, and he's kind of cheersing. He's completely with, wasted. Yeah, he's out of his mind, uh, um, and he's cheersing his dead wife, basically. Right. She's, he's got a picture of her, and it's their anniversary. And then we find out through a little bit through his drunken ramblings, and then after he passes out, Danny reads some news articles, the clippings. He finds out that uh, Mr. Miyagi uh, served for the U.S. in mm-hmm. uh, World War II and had to go to Germany, and then his wife was pregnant and put in an internment camp, mm-hmm. uh, and she died in childbirth, and, yeah. and their son did. So you find this kind of like, and he won the uh, Medal of Medal Honor, of Honor um, which compared to that is kind of like, okay. Um, <laughs> but it is, you know, it's kind of just a little bit of backstory and it is, it's a good scene. I think it's very, uh, like it's a good character development, but it is just like, it's the only, it's entirely in that scene for the most part. Yeah. It's just like, and here's all his stuff. Yeah, it, it is It is a little weird. And it sort of brings, especially as the movie's been going on, there hasn't been really, really been any hints that he has this tragic backstory. It's just sort of like, stop everything! Yeah. Tragic backstory, go. I do think, though, I mean, given what else we're talking about, this is like number 56 on the list of things to complain about. Because it was, it was well acted, it was right. good. Like, no, 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 no. It yeah. was interesting character stuff, and it did just... It if, just sort of breaks the yeah, stride. Yeah, it, did, it did break the stride, but it also, like, if nothing else, it just let us see more of that character. Right. And that's, and that's something. 
for a movie like this, especially when there's not much of that to go around. Um, so anyway, so after that, uh, I guess he has a newfound respect for <laughs> Mr. Right. Miyagi. Uh, and then we cut to him training alone, yeah. uh, doing the crane check technique, doing training on the boat, balancing himself on the boat again. And then it's back to Miyagi again. Yeah. Last bit of training. It's, it's teaching him How punches. Punch. Yeah. And he, you know, uh, he's wearing a catcher's, yeah, he's got the vestments, whole catcher's uniform. He's got the, the <laughs> he's got the mask on, and he's got chest the, guard. Yeah, and, yeah, and he's got a target painted on the chest guard. Yeah, and Danny's just For punching punchings. him, and then he starts goofing around. And this was also I thought weird, but like Danny starts goofing around and punching him, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of cute. Yeah, and then it was like, no, you take thing, you don't take things seriously enough. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I thought it was yeah. sort of just showing how much your your relationship has progressed but yeah. i guess we're not doing that right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was a weird thing um and then uh pretty much the tournament we can skip to the well tournament. No, well oh, no, no, then no. he he right. well i'll just say this in a sentence he he goes back to the family fun center and makes peace with elizabeth shoe who was apparently yes. mad at him for leaving her at the club before that though sorry the reason he goes after her is because he right. uh, for it's, it's Daniel's birthday, and he right. he's with Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi makes him a cake, which is adorable. He gives them a, a karate gi that has yeah. uh, a bonsai tree on the back, which is awesome. And but it was made like, by his, his, his wife. late wife. And then it's it's really he's like, oh man, I forgot. My mom was gonna make me a cake and all this stuff. I gotta go. And then he's like, one more present, and he gives him a car. He says, pick one of those amazing cars. Those are all nineteen forty remade yeah. remodeled cars. And uh, so he picks the yellow one, and then he he also talks to him about balance, and he talk he finds the picture of Allie and Danny from the first time they went to golf and funs or us, um, and, <laughs> and so he kind of gives him a little lesson strokes on strokes and strikes. We call them. Yeah, he's like, uh, it's not just about you know balance, as in you know balancing on a fishing boat. It's about life balance, about you know balancing your love life and your karate and your school and all and, the, and the director's like. Nailed it. Got it. Balance versus balance. So, yeah, um, he decides to balance out his life. They have a little thing. He shows Elizabeth Shue his... I thought this was weird. He he sort of, like, he implies that she only, you know, goes for certain guys because they're rich and that, and you know, cars. she had a problem with him because he was poor. And she's like, you are more hung up on that than I am. And he's like, oh. And then they make peace. And he's like, you want to see my awesome new car? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess we learned a valuable lesson. I guess even if she said, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's all about the cars. He'd be like, good, because I fixed that problem. Toot sweet. Good thing. So uh, pretty much we go to the tournament. Then we go to the tourney and uh, we realize that we as an audience and Danny as a a contestant are woefully unprepared unprepared for this. And I have no idea how any of this works. And I've watched this movie twice now and I still have no fucking idea what the rules of karate, the karate kid kiddery is there's points and you can't hit below the belt except i think except unless he, if it's it's the climax of the movie except when you can you can't <laughs> kick them in the face unless you can so it's very uh confusing i'm sure there's karate experts out there that could help us but now, i also am sure match that and one is love which one's love which is the sticky wicket um so they now if he the hits another contestant's ball can he hit it out of the, the the pitch? Yes, but he has to put his foot on it, right, on the ball, and then foot. Wait, put the foot on his ball, and then hit that, right. Then hit now, that now sometimes strategically, you may want to just take the other stroke. Now, if he gets the cornhole 
on the board, it's only one point. Right, if but if he gets in it the in the hole, it's three points. Yeah, but the points negate themselves. So Right, and if, keep it all above the belt. Absolutely. Um, so... At this point, we we kind of go through the. It's kind of this is the montage that happens. You have that around. Um, and it is a little as cheesy it is. There is a little like yeah. I mean, this is the part. I mean, I'm not a sports person at all, and I love this part of sports movies, and it's probably the thing that draws people to actual sports, which is like, you know, someone's going to win, and maybe the person I'm rooting for is going to win. Maybe the person in the white gi rather than the black gi is going to win. And so, you know, you sort of create this little narrative. But luckily, I don't have to do that with sports because the movie already created a narrative for me in a very literal fashon. So, so yeah, we sort of see him montage rise through, the, through. Of course, Danny finally makes it a to goddamn the, montage to cut some of this crap out. We get to the semifinal, and right. uh, it's Johnny Karate and some guy, and then there's some other Cobra Kai. Tommy, Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill, uh, Cobra I think his Kai. His name is actually Bobby or something. Bobby. But he looks, there was a, he looks Bobby, like a methed out uh, Mark Hamill. There was a Bobby and a Tommy, and they both look kind of similar. But anyway, they all—I um, mean—they all look like they all came for the role of Johnny one day. Yeah, auditions like, like you're fine. you know what? Fuck it, you're all the Cobra Kai. Great, blonde, yeah. muscular, white kids. So. Uh, we uh, of course Johnny wins his uh, his match, and so they're waiting to see who wins between Bobby and Daniel. And then uh, John Cleese <laughs> says to mm-hmm. Bobby, "Take him out. I want him out of the tournament." And then of course Bobby's upset because he wants to actually win this tournament right. that he's been preparing for ostensibly. And he says, "Did you hear me? No mercy." And so um, like, and right- then he shows him the kick ass, f- you know, feather tattoo. He's yeah. Got. Which it's was tribal because it looks like it's drawn on. It, it doesn't means look tough like, as nails and it tribal. doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't look like it's a real tattoo. It looks like it's drawn on by the makeup department. You know, tribal isn't a language, right? <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so you know, tribe Tiberia. Very first thing, Bobby illegally question mark kicks. Danny in the in the thigh really hard, I guess. Yeah, uh, which brings him down. He goes down. And it's clearly bad. You know, there's bad music, and he uh, Bobby's immediately disqualified. And then uh, Daniel spirited away to the locker room where he's in <laughs> very very uh, spirited away by no face. Uh huh. Uh-huh. He's got. He's in severe pain, and they're like, "Okay, well, we'll tell them." That you're, you know, well, you should be dead within the hour. And, Thank you for playing karate. And then. Uh, Basically, Daniel says, hey, can you do that magic clap and rub your hands yeah. together thing that you do and have done twice in this movie so far? And that was more Orientalism from the movie. It's like, Asian people know shit that we don't. Yeah. He probably can do some sort of magic thing, which is funny because this time it doesn't really work. The first time he does it in the movie was when Danny's sore from painting all the shit. Yeah. And so he does this. He claps his hands, rubs them together for a while, and then just like, I guess, this does great. pressure points. I don't know. This is all great. Audio, does Asian way. magic and yeah. fixes Danny, and he's absolutely fine. But this time he does it, and I guess he fixes him just enough to survive well, the next round. Yeah, I don't, you know, he uh, couldn't walk before, and then he okay. could walk. So, I mean, it's a Walk-ish. an improvement, at least. Yeah. So he wants to fight. He goes back out there, and everybody's shocked. Oh, Taylor, so wants to fight. So, uh, but and at this point, the Cobra Kai have like uh, shown themselves to the entire audience. Another thing I love about sports movies is that they really have to get you completely on the side of the protagonist. So they make 
the bad guys just so relentlessly evil that yeah. even the people in the stands are booing them. I'm like, yeah. they don't even have family here that are cheering them on? <laughs> like, even his his father's like, I mean, Johnny's my son, but he's kind of a dick. <laughs> Boo! Take um, him down, LaRusso. So they're having kind of a, a even, I mean, even though Daniel is clearly injured, like, yeah. He, uh, um, Johnny's doing a good job and kind of, kind of wiping the floor with him a little bit, but he's also kind of even like it's, it's right, a pretty like even match. Playing the thing. And then, uh, he, they go back to their senseis. Well, uh, oh. Danny, uh, like kicks him or something happens where he gets a point and, uh, Johnny's got a bloody nose. So yeah. he has to go back to his sensei. And then as, uh, John Cleese is running, rubbing <laughs> the blood away from his bloody nose, he says, sweep the leg. Hashtag sweep the leg. Hashtag sweep the leg. And which uh, again, I'm like, is that illegal? Yeah, I, I don't know. So because he says it like you know, you must find the jade monkey before the next full moon. Like <laughs> Johnny's just staring at him, like oh, this is the moment I've been training for. Johnny Karate, but I'm is, just sort of like, isn't that probably a valid move? I mean, if it's not illegal, it's a valid move. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird because he, Johnny looks at him like, oh my god, you really do have no mercy, and and this is. Do you terrible. just want me to shoot him in the chest? Yeah. But anyway, so he does. He sweeps the leg, and Daniel's really hurt. He can barely stand on his leg. But he's already really hurt. But he's more really hurt now. This time, for real. And so he does the crane technique. So he right. holds up one leg, I guess his hurt leg, um, and then- Smart move. Johnny's like, what the fuck? And then as soon as they he goes at him, he kicks him in the face. <laughs> and it's over. He wins. By yeah, the Johnny face goes kick. down. And this is where the movie's just like, all right, fuck it. We're just going to wrap we it are up. At, we are at 127 minutes. We have to stop. Yeah, like so, the writers just. Uh, but Johnny does have a change of anymore. heart, kind of, because he's like, right. you're all right, LaRusso. He literally Let's tie says up that. Whatever, whatever's left. And he hands him the trophy, and then yeah. we show we cut to uh, Mr. Miyagi giving them the you son of a bitch. <laughs> right, the, the smile. The and then it literally just fades to black credits. Freeze credits. There you go. Karate Kid. And we're like, I guess he's with Elizabeth Shue and his mom's cool with everything now. Yeah. And what about Stevie that he met in the first scene? What about that old lady by the pool? <laughs> Stevie. <laughs> I like Stevie. It's just a weird, it was just like, ah, fuck it, we're done. There's a lot of movies like this where the denouement, the falling action is really useless. And it's like, they're only doing it because they have to. Sure. And this one, and this one to its credit... Although there's many other things not to its credit. Uh, this one, to its credit, it was just like, no, that's what people came to see. They came to see that. Right. I mean, but there is a, like there is like a purpose, I feel like, to the falling yeah, yeah, action, yeah, which absolutely. is to like when let done the well. action fall. Right. Let's yeah. like sort of be at peace, like get a nice last moment with the, our favorite characters and done. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like the end of Lord of the Rings. Like we don't have to spend 20 minutes figuring out what these characters <laughs> are doing. But like, you know, two minutes is fine. Yeah. Just a, and a little epilogue, perhaps. Yeah. But I, I Danny know. went on to die in it's, his sleep that night. Um, all right, what'd you think? Uh, I, I mean, I never saw this as a kid. I thought this was fine. I mean, yeah. I thought it was. I thought. I think. I mean, I don't. I know we've already said this, but it was too long. I would say it was yes. twenty minutes too long. I agree, especially for. I feel like it was sort of the Avatar thing where it thought it was doing something really revolutionary story wise. I'm like, no, I know they're gonna fall in love. Let's get on with it. Yeah, there was a lot. I think we could right now make it better edit out of this just by what we just saw. Like right. we could take this, put it in final cut right now 
and cut 20 minutes off of it and have a better movie. Like there was plenty to cut even just from without knowing what else is out there. For I mean, I feel like they scenes. could have either just, you know, cut. I mean, not that the mom has a lot of, you know, drama in her story, but it yeah. was like, there were a few, like, especially at the beginning, there was a lot of stuff with the mom and then yeah. she just sort of disappears for the last half of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of stuff with, well, I think that, Elizabeth's shoe just kept popping in. I was like, oh, right. I keep forgetting about her. Right. <laughs> Even though, I mean, she doesn't disappear for long stretches, but she's not an integral part of the story. She's not integrated in a real way. So right. it's like karate part and the uh, Elizabeth shoe part and then back to karate and then Elizabeth shoe. And then at the end, she is sort of involved in the tournament. Yeah. It's just, I feel like it was, they were sort of laying down the tracks as they went and there's a lot of flub going yeah. on. Yeah. I was like, a little get imp- to the... You know, especially with the karate, like, I sort of know from the title of this movie, The Karate Kid, are we going to get him training at any point? Or, I mean, I know that these two characters are just circling. the whole time, Daniel. Wow. No, I mean, like, even before he, like, starts training with Mr. Miyagi, I feel like we're an hour. You just don't get it. Your Western mind just doesn't get it. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) I feel like we're an hour into the movie before they even, like, he decides to, oh, yeah, I know karate. I'm Mr. Miyagi. I know karate. Right, karate. Yeah. I could be your trainer. I was like, yeah. thank you. Jesus. <laughs> Damon is called sensei. Wow. You really... No, actually, I think it's rabbi in the original Hebrew. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I, I have a... Obviously, I have a soft spot for this movie. And I think that, given what we were talking about, about my weird fan fiction I have in my head, like... <laughs> It's possible that the sequels are sort of coloring my vision of this as well a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. like or, they flesh it out some more? Yeah, maybe. Uh, but I don't know. I haven't seen those in even probably longer than this one. Right. Uh, it's not great, but it, it doesn't really bother me as much as I think it, it did you, maybe. <laughs> oh, it didn't bother me. I thought it was a fine movie, but kind of forgettable. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I think if if I could divorce myself from the nostalgia, I'd feel the same way. Like, like I, I feel like Mr. Miyagi could have been a lot more. Like, I was like, is he a funny character? A little or, bit. But then I was yeah. wondering if the movie was just sort of like, yeah, no, he's like Asian. You get it? Right. He yeah. sort of doesn't use direct articles when he talks. Yeah. Get the joke? I was, I was expecting a little bit more, uh, like, I guess not expecting, but sort of dreading a little bit more. Like kind caricature? Of, yeah, racism. But And it bordered on it, I guess. But like it, he did a good job, I think, at sort of playing it, you know, I don't know, realistically as much as you could, given what it was, you know? Right. Um, like he's he's funny. And yes, he spoke, speaks in broken English. But, you know, he... But he also has been here since the forties. Yeah, but and you know, Pat so, Morita also does not speak in broken English. Right. He speaks in very clear English, or yeah. spoke in very clear English. So it's sort of like it reminded me of those scenes in Master of None when they were like, "Can you do it in an accent?" Yeah, and it's like uh, he's been here for you know forty years. Yeah. Uh, so it was, so it seemed like uh, the only Asian character in this movie. You're going to need to speak with an accent. Right, yeah. Um, there's definitely some of that. So there's sure. some of that. And the, the flute thing, like every time he yeah. came on, yeah. like I had to, I was surprised there wasn't just like a, like just gong <laughs> every time. Uh, you know, a dancing dragon just comes by to, as like a scene wash, just like have yeah. the, the Chinese dragon go by. And I don't think, I, I don't want to defend that at all, but at the same time, it was better than I kind of was. Right. I wouldn't expecting. say it was racist. I would say it's more dated. Yes. Yeah. Than anything. Yeah. Which it's border. a dated movie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, the kind of karate, the whole not understanding the point system, like as an adult kind of watching it, I'm like, it's very confusing. When yeah, and like, it sort of undercuts the entire climax. But I did not have that problem at all as a kid. Like right. I, I did not think about it twice. And like, don't get me wrong. There is some catharsis in just watching that blonde kid get kicked the fuck in the face. Right. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> well, Johnny Karate. Yeah. But I, all of them, really. But yeah. I mean, it was nice to see him. But I was still like, as an adult, I was also like, but that's okay. The kick in the face that is time fine. It was fine. That time it was fine. What about all those times he was kicking the leg? Yeah. It was just, it w- didn't clarify. Like, I feel like they tried to go for a funny opportunity to make it so that Pat Morita didn't understand the rules either because he's not really invested in the, yeah. you know, this sort of tournament style of karate. Right. But I also, as an audience member, could have understood the stakes a little bit better, maybe. Right. Yeah. And it's possible that they did play everything by the rules, and I just don't understand the rules. But I don't. Right. But I mean, if you're just going to try and sort of entirely introduce a Western audience to a karate tournament, right. you're going to have to do some legwork, karate kid. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm kind of glad they didn't do a leg. Like over the top. They like, stop once again, everything. Once again, two out of three. If you lose, you'll <laughs> oh, still right. have a chance. Oh, right. Over the Remember top. they explained it over like over the top, learn this lesson too well. Yeah. They're like, okay, so that's example one. This is example <laughs> two. Somewhere maybe in the middle is Bad where... News Bears. We'll have to check that one. <laughs> so when you hit the ball, you then run the bases. Oh, okay. All right. Now if I pass the fourth base here, now that's called no, home base. No, no. Um, it's just a three-hour explanation so of baseball. W- <laughs> right. And then Walter Matthau is just narrating the whole thing. Yeah. These are bad news bears. <laughs> um, so I wouldn't say anyone's child is an idiot. This no. is just sort of a fine movie. My inner Although child. I guess I think Not the part of me is like sort of like, why is this? I, maybe I wouldn't go so far as to say why is this a thing, but like... I didn't mind watching this. It's not, I, I will not stand up here. I'm not standing. I will not sit here and say, this I will is not a, sit comfortably here. <laughs> this is slouching. A, this is a great movie, but at the same time, I don't, I'm not sad that we watched it and I would maybe watch it again in years from now. It certainly doesn't leave me furious like a Christmas story did. Right. Yeah. Some people will like this movie, and I think the nostalgia can, you know, paint a rosy picture of yes, it. Yes, yeah. It's certainly not a horrible movie for me, but if I catch it on cable, I probably won't watch it. Yeah, I might I might watch the second. I mean, we may, I wouldn't mind doing an episode on the part two or part three, just because I want to see where I'm getting this information from. <laughs> the painted deeper characters. Well, what do you think, listeners? Email us at yourinnerchildisanidiot at gmail.com. You can find us at your inner child is an idiot.com. That's right. It works. The website redirects now. Um, you can find us on iTunes. Please rate and v- review us if you like it. Um, you can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Damon has a great cartoon called Drewford. That's at drewfordcomic.com. Um, you can find my music at djphillips.com. And you can find uh, some really nice things at MarthaStewart.com. No, that's a good one. But I did make a delicious chicken uh, with Israeli couscous from Martha mm. Stewart. So I like Israeli you know, couscous. It had apricots and capers in it, which sounds gross, but it is delicious. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. And it's a one-pan meal. Done what? and done. A one-pan pie- A what? One-pan meal. Oh, I sort of made pan, pan into two-syllable <laughs> words. I thought you were trying pan. to say... I thought you were trying to say paella. No, like, oh. It's a one paella meal. <laughs> you know how uh, most meals are like three paellas? 
That's how I rate how good meals are <laughs> by paellas. This um, pizza is three paellas. I'm sorry, <laughs> sir. I don't think I understand your weird food blog rating system.